0: Welcome to the Thrive TV show with Lauren Parsons, helping you boost your health, energy, and productivity. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Thrive TV show. I'm Lauren Parsons, your host, and today I'm joined by Kat Coluccio. Welcome, Kat. Hi, thank you. It's great to be here with you, Lauren. It is so good to Bye. connect. We are both here on lockdown in our independent homes, and I'm so pleased to be able to connect today because we're talking about practical hacks to help you be productive when you are working from home. So this couldn't be more important than right now and I'm sure that what we've discussed today will be helpful for months to come as well. So today we're gonna talk about how to get stuff done when your family are all around, how to reduce overwhelm when everything and everyone want your attention, and how understanding yours and your family's personalities will help you all stay sane. So tell me first of all Kat, tell us a bit about who's in your bubble. Okay,
1: I've got a fairly squashed bubble here. We've got five adults here in the home, although we are spread out a little bit. Uh, So upstairs, you've got myself, my husband, my 27-year-old daughter, who's a stunt woman and a national coach for aerobic gymnastics. So obviously, both of those businesses totally shut down. So she's floating around upstairs with us. And she's now working as an essential service. So she comes and goes, goes out and works and is our designated shopper. And then downstairs, we have a a self-contained flat downstairs where my 29-year-old son and his wife are and she's pregnant. So they're hiding down there. We see them a little bit, but not much. We've kind of got two bubbles within the one. So yeah, that's us and lots of cats
0: and lots of chickens yeah that's busy (laughs) oh well just so that people can get to know you before we get into some tips around how to cope at the moment let's just go through this and that question so people can get to know your cat so tell me spots or stripes stripes Stripes. they're more slimming they're slimming yeah (laughs) cats or dogs
1: cats definitely
0: yes and chickens as you said indoors or
1: outdoors I know this is going to make me sound really sad, but I'm a really an indoor person because I love reading and art and music and writing and all of those indoor type things.
0: Nice. Uh, and when you yeah. are outdoors, beach, uh, beachfront or mountaintop? Mountaintop. Okay, nice. Shower or bath? Shower, quicker.
1: <laughs> We're yes. on tank water. Everything's fast in showers around here.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm the same. Visit the aquarium or visit the zoo?
1: Oh, gosh. Probably the zoo probably the zoo okay i like the furry animals too <laughs> yeah <laughs> broccoli or carrots carrots
0: okay flats or
1: heels flats are more comfortable but i wear tend to wear heels all the time because i'm short so depends on the occasion i'm sitting in the middle of that one sorry
0: <laughs> nice nice and last one is would you rather be a poet or a scientist oh gosh I don't
1: know because I'm one of these people that kind of has a foot in both camps. Um, I won the science award when I was in high school for my, for my year and when I'm in my leaving year, but I was there on a music scholarship. So arts and science, I'm kind of,
0: yeah yes and I know you're a great (laughs) I know you're a great saxophone player so fantastic so to tell you a little bit more about Kat she is a qualified educator personal trainer and life coach who empowers women entrepreneurs to stop procrastinating get unstuck and live their lives on purpose creating a legacy for their families and communities A transplanted Australian living in New Zealand with her husband and grown children and way too many cats and chickens, Kat is the author of a number of books, including her most popular 21 Hacks to Rock Your Life, which is joined by the recently released Teen Edition. And she lives by her personal philosophy, it is never too late to have a new beginning in life. And I love that sentiment. That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about what is it that you do right now, Kat?
1: What do I do right now? Well, like everybody else, I sit down and I'm on on the computer a lot. Uh, No, I've been repositioning a lot of my work this year. Um, I'm getting known more and more and more for my hacks, which, you know, in my books, that's that's my thing. So I love hacks, which are basically easy action steps that you can apply to different areas of your life. And just in the last month, I've opened up the 21 Hacks Academy, which I'm putting together for all my resources to empower, mainly women at midlife, women who are starting out, launching out in new entrepreneurial fields um, to empower them and help them with all these different books and programs and so forth so that they can go out and do what they need to do. And so my latest offering is actually I'm just finishing off a program called the Online Community Blueprint Program because that's where I've got a lot of experience in finding clients and nurturing clients and retaining clients using online communities. So I'm now rolling that as a program to help women entrepreneurs now find their their ideal clients online because that's the world we're in now.
0: So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Fantastic. Thanks, Ken. And so tell us today, we were going to talk about, you know, how to be really productive when you are surrounded yeah. by people. So tell us about that. What are your top tips for us on that?
1: Okay, top tips. There are so many. I think number one is find a space. Um, that's so critical. And I'm saying that to you as someone who's sitting in the dining room with their laptop on a, on an ironing board. <laughs> I've created my space here and been able to at least kick the other members of the family out. But the ideal thing is if you can find Find a little space for yourself that's going to really help you as far as your sanity goes, as far as your productivity goes. My daughter even went down to the spare bedroom and cleaned out the wardrobe and because there was a little bench area in the wardrobe, so she's made herself a desk in there so she can do her work, you know. So it's finding a space. I mean, the first two weeks before, prior to lockdown, I was, I'd been to a conference in Australia, so I had to stay in my bedroom for two weeks, self-isolating. So my bedroom just became the space. I know that's not ideal, but, you know, a lot of books say you shouldn't study in your bedroom. You should only be sleeping or doing other things in your bedroom. But, um, you know, you create a corner wherever you can find space just to give you that little bit of distance away from people.
0: Fantastic. And so, Kat, I know that you've had a lot of experience. You're actually a qualified teacher and Mm that you homeschooled your children. What would you say to parents that are now working from home and have kids homeschooling?
1: Okay. I think the main thing is for all of you to come out of this with your sanity intact and with a family that's closer together and not divided as a result of this is to make sure that you all have the same expectations. Now, if you have a teenage son who's thinking, you but I've got no school for the next five weeks. I can sit and game and play Xbox and watch Netflix and chat to my mates. And you don't have that expectation for him. There's obviously going to be conflict. So a really great way of getting around this is having a rallying the troops moment, but not just a one-off, but having one a week. And it might be on a Sunday lunch, Sunday dinner, where you all get together at the dining table and you all talk about What needs to be done this week? And and how are you going to do this? What are the expectations? So for the kids, it may well be, okay, you're back at school this this term. So we're going to expect you to do all your core subjects before lunch. And then after lunch, you can have your art, music, games, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Just being on the same page will make such a difference. What do you think, Lauren? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We found the same thing. We aim to keep mornings mostly tech-free and and then that's easy yeah. to have that as a reward. It's been great seeing yeah. the resources coming through from school and actually the kids have been doing a lot of online learning with their classmates yeah, as well. Great. But we've just tried yeah. just having chunks of the day and certainly yeah. for myself, my husband, chunks when whoever is in the office, they are the uninterrupted parent and we've just been trying to communicate yeah. and take team. How about you Kev? how have you been See, that's, structuring that's your your day in terms of your workflow and, and keeping up your personal productivity
1: well i mean i'm in, I'm in the unique situation that i've been working from home for a while, so I am pretty used to getting up generally at the same time i've got the same sort of routine of when i what I do during my day so I know a lot of people prefer to do the uh, create before they consume concept of a morning you know they'll get on and they'll do they're writing or their blogging or whatever they've got to do for their business before they go and do emails and Facebook and so forth. I actually do it the other way around simply because I do have a very large online community with a lot of people from the other side of the world in it. So I always check in on that first thing to make sure everything's okay in that then I can relax and get on with the work I need to do. So mm-hmm. I've, I've got pretty straight sort of r- routines of when I do that and then I'll check in again, maybe at lunchtime, then again of an evening and Yeah, things like that. I tend to get the more creative, harder work that might have a bit of resistance to it, things like writing, newsletters. I tend to do that earlier in the morning and then the afternoon when my brain's not so with it, you know, and people are around at the moment, so I'll do things like graphics or stuff where I don't have to be completely engaged and distraction-free.
0: Yeah, almost uh, some of that fun work. Sometimes I think of those... Fun jobs is like my reward. It like is. once I get you know this written or this project done or this report done, then I'm going to go and do those fun, yeah, more creative Yeah,
1: thing. play play with Canva and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yes. So yeah. So, so I'll, tell I'll me. I know that. Fan. Sorry, go on. Go
0: on. <laughs> I know that your hacks are what you are really famous for. So can you share with us either some hacks that you know really work for people, some examples or success stories, or ones that have just worked for you really well?
1: Okay, I think a really great one that is brilliant for you as an adult and for your kids is going for bite-sized chunks of focused work. So instead of expecting little Johnny to sit at a table from 9 to 3 at home because that's what he would do at school, realizing that when you're at home, whether you're working at home or whether your kids are doing their schooling at home, time is compressed So, you know, when your child's at home, they're no longer being physically distracted by the other 28 kids in their class. They don't have roll call. They don't have to line up. They don't have to do all these things that actually take up a lot of the time in the school day that's all eliminated and it's the same with you if you're home now from the office you don't have those water cooler conversations distracting you or so and so coming over and chatting to you about what you did last night your time is actually compressed so you actually don't need to do hours and hours of work but what you do need to do is super focused work yeah, so i totally agree yeah, Yeah, so it's the old thing like using the Pomodoro technique. You know that the Pomodoro means Italian, it's tomato, and it was based on the the guy's little kitchen timer. So it's setting timers for yourself is a great way of staying on task. So in the Pomodoro technique, it was 25 minutes. Put that timer on and eliminate all distractions. Cell phones are away, everyone's away, and 25 minutes solid focus you'll be amazed at what you can get out in that time the end of 25 minutes get up jump around do whatever snack on exercise do whatever you need to do to get the body going recharge set the timer again go again and it works brilliantly with kids because if we're struggling as adults to focus you can imagine how they are so i reckon kids only need like 20 minutes hard focus then send them out for a run and make it a challenge how many laps can you do kiddo you know make it a challenge make it fun And I think that's a really, really key hack for keeping prime Mm -hmm. productivity for yourself and for your kids at home.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting because I use that technique as well based on the Pomodoro, but I've adapted it a little bit because I find that five minutes off is quite a long break. So I do I set my countdown timer on my phone for twenty five minutes and then do a three minute movement break and I do that three times through. And I find that just fits our body's natural energy rhythm, doesn't it? That you've got about ninety minutes you can perform and then a 20-minute yep. break. And yep. like you say, the kids, because at, at school, obviously, they're not sitting at their desk for six hours straight. And as you say, there's a lot of things that they are doing within the normal school day that they take a long time to get into. Yeah. So, yeah, 20-minute little blocks of work for the kids are fantastic. And we've been doing yep. a lot of bright outside time, you know, but Perfect. allowing choice within it. Yeah. So it's like go climb yep. a tree, play tennis, you know, go run up and down the drive, whatever it is, trying to make it fun. And yes. actually, they can get a lot of their work done in quite a short time. So then they have more free time for free yeah. choice technology, which is always their favorite thing of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that that and that is something that homeschoolers very learn very quickly when when they get going. That you know about that thing about time that you can actually get through your work um, a lot quicker. So for many homeschoolers, they will use the afternoons for the art or the music lessons or the baking or the the free play or whatever you know that they'll get the harder stuff done in the morning and off they go yeah. so and interesting yeah, to hear to that you,
0: you're talking about for yourself as well you know i love that you're adapting the way that you work to suit you that yeah. a lot of people say don't check your email first thing in the day or yeah. don't be on so online but it's really about adapting to what is going to suit you as an yeah. individual. Yeah. It what is. else you do you do to keep up your energy and your productivity through the day, Kat?
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah, I was just going to say quickly, I, I talk about that in my book too. It's always using the principle, not the rule. So when you hear these rules, particularly online, you should be doing this and you should be doing this. I always go, hang on, what's the principle? Okay, I understand the principle. They're saying, make sure that you know, when you're in that creative zone, you're in that zone. But then you adapt it for you. So, yeah, that's a real good one to remember, I
0: think. Principle, not the rule. So tell me, I know that you mentioned that personalities have a lot to play in this. What are you doing to understand yours and your family's personalities and how does that play out while you're all together?
1: Yeah, okay. There's so many different tests around where you can sort of get an idea of what your personality is and what your children are. And it helps with communication. It's not about putting people in boxes like, well, they're that, you know, like the old horoscope tip horoscope type thing you know oh well you're this so therefore you act like that it's not like that at all but it gives you ideas of how people in your family may react may absorb information how they're energized and it will really help your family mesh together and work together much better during this time of lockdown so let me give you a big example i learned many years ago i went along for myers-briggs seminar and that was that was one of the techniques you can learn there's also there's gallop stream, there's all these different types. Anyway, the one thing that really stuck with me at that time was learning about introverts and extroverts. And I've since done a lot more research on it and I talk about that in my book as well. And it was really helpful because as I went through the process, I realized that I was an introvert, my son was an introvert, my husband, who's probably more introverted now, but at the time was an extrovert, and my daughter was probably the most along the, the scale. Remembering that these aren't black and white. You're kind of along the spectrum. And as Absolutely. you get older, you tend to kind of you know, move more to the middle anyway. What that means is it's nothing to do with how you act with people. I mean, it can influence that a little bit. But it's all about how do you get energised. And I think if you can to understand this about your family, it's going to make a huge, huge difference to everyone in the family coping with this lockdown situation. So, for instance, if you have a child who is an introvert, well, after they've been with the entire family, doing their schooling, doing whatever, chances are they're not going to want to jump on Zoom then with grandma and everybody else and chatter away all afternoon. They're actually going to need yeah. time out of their own in the bedroom. And that may be going on doing gaming, putting their headphones on, chatting to one person, one of their mates, and that's their that's their time when they're energised and that helps them, you know, just work together with the family. That, that's how they recharge, basically. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm. And whereas the extroverted child, after they've done all their schooling and they've been sitting down and, and trying to focus in this quiet environment, they're going to need your attention. They're going to want you to come out and run around with them and talk to them and interact with them and put me on Zoom. Let me catch up with my friends. And And it's the same for adults. So, you know, you may be someone who's an introvert. So for myself, if I've spent a whole day doing Zoom meetings or talking to people, my gosh, I just don't want to talk to anybody. I just need time out on my own. Whereas Mm -hmm. other people, that energises them and they're bouncing, going, hey, give me more, give me more, give me more. So that's part of your, when you get together with your family and you do your rallying the troops, you know, this is how we're going to do it, da, da, da. Understanding everyone's personalities needs to come into that as well and understand that mum might need half an hour in a bathtub on her own with a book and a nice candle going to help her cope every day dad might need time out on his computer with his headphones on playing music or whatever it's just understanding Mm. that and incorporating that then into your daily routine so it's not just all about jobs and work and everything but it's also about you know self-care but in a in self-care that is appropriate to that person
0: absolutely yes totally and I think that's the thing is understanding that being able to appreciate the different ways that people will be yeah. more direct and need more one-on-one time a time out and understanding where everyone is coming from and just trying to be able to adapt to actually communicate with them in the way that they need you know yeah. it's like you know we hear about the golden rule but actually yeah. using the platinum rule not just treat others how you want to be treated the platinum rule is to treat others how they want to be they treated to be, yeah. have understood yes. what their personality style is do they want it to be direct and delivered? Do they want you to kind of go the long way around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of yeah. those things that really, really, and this is such a great time for those that perhaps have availability to do study and self-learning, to look yeah. into all these different things. Now, yeah. I know you also mentioned overwhelm, and this is a word that I've heard more and more people sharing lately, yeah. that people are feeling overwhelmed. So what would you say to the people that are working from home and are feeling overwhelmed right now?
1: Okay, there's two things I've talked about recently a few times actually in, in interviews and I'm going to say it again because they sound like they're contradictory but they're not. So number one, if you want to not let yourself feel totally overwhelmed is don't sweat the small stuff. So, you know, if your kid has a pile of Lego in the family room that they've been working on and it's, it's an ongoing creation, just leave it there. Walk around it. Leave it there. Things like that. Um, that's one thing homeschoolers actually learn really quickly, that the dining table is really clear. There's often a project or some rubbish or, you know, something on it, an art project or a science project. Or My, my son works with RC cars. He used to be car bits everywhere it's just kind of part of the learning environment. Now, I'm not talking dirt, obviously, but you know what I mean? I'm talking about projects in, in that are going. So, so don't sweat that small stuff because otherwise you're going to find that every day you, you're battling. You're always telling everyone mm-hmm. off. It's the same thing. as You've become a dripping tap. And that's not going to be great for you and it's not going to be great for them. But the flip side of that, and it sounds like I'm talking about the opposite thing, but it's not, it is declutter. Now, we're hearing a lot about this because – there's nothing worse than adding to that sense of overwhelm when you have a cluttered place, you know, all around you because what happens is it gives you what's called sensory overload. It's, Mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, constant noise that's stimulus. That can be overwhelming. Uh, constant clutter everywhere. That's visual stimuli. And that's going to cause that sense of overwhelm as well. So you can't control anything that's happening outside our bubbles at the moment. You can't control a lot of things at all. One thing you can control is your wardrobe or your medicine cabinet or your pantry. Yeah you know so at least yes and it's that
0: ability to put some order back in isn't it yeah it it does it gives you a sense of control and that's one of the keys we know in terms of a resilient mindset focus on the things you can control absolutely and, and also have you heard the technique kat of you know even just 15 minutes a day like set a That's timer 15 minutes people too. just clear yeah. out one drawer clear one out zone, one tray one of your um of your pantry or yeah you know one drawer in your wardrobe whatever it is your bathroom drawers yeah. or cupboards really powerful and I, I guess it helps people to have a sense of progress as well when you're it not does. able to Go and travel and do all the normal things you might do. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: So it's just that sense of accomplishment and it's not that overwhelmed that I'm dealing with this family that's in my face 24 seven, there's Lego everywhere. This is that. And then I walk into my wardrobe and then boom, I've got this mess in my face.
0: Mm-hmm. That,
1: and so, I find, yeah.
0: like you say, it's, we, we've got a puzzle, for example, that's been on the lounge floor for quite some time and it's yeah. half completed, but that's okay. And it's being able to choose to leave certain things, but for me it's often about decluttering student areas like I really yes. love the kitchen bench by the end of the night Yeah. to be totally clear so that when you come yes. in in the morning it's all ready to go so if you're feeling like oh how do I do that everywhere seems to be overloaded if anyone's feeling like that like even just picking one or two key areas yep. and and again chat about it at your family meeting family meeting <laughs> yeah <laughs> and agree yep. on on what it is that you're gonna catch so, yeah yeah
1: and it's just not not then worrying about the big picture it's just Focusing on the things that do matter with your with your relationships and your family and not getting hung up on all the peripheral stuff that, you know. The idea is to come out of this bubble tighter than ever. You've gone through this experience together. You're closer than ever. And,
0: yeah. Fantastic. No, package. that's just, it's been so great yeah. to connect with you, Kat. You've Thank just you. got such a wealth of knowledge. And the thing that I love, I think we're very similar in that we're very much about practical steps that you yes. can actually take right now that you can apply mm-hmm. in your life that will make a difference so Absolutely. thank you so much so if people wanted to find out more what's the best way to get in touch with you or find out more about you, cat best way to go is
1: catcoluccio.com lauren will have the have the name there so you yeah, don't really? have to try and spell that on your own <laughs> or you can find me on facebook and message me there i'm always happy to talk to people um, my books are at 21hacks.net and you can get them as an e-book, which is so cheap. It's cheaper than a cup of coffee. And you can even get one for your teenager, one for you. So it might be worth having a look at that sort of while you're, while you're home alone. But again, Lauren has all those links. so.
0: Yeah. fantastic yeah so make sure that you do head over to the thrive tv show.com where all of the links will be down below how you can connect with cat how you can get some of those books so just really encourage you to resource yourself and if you have a teenager What a fantastic opportunity to be able to give them some of these hacks, to be able to take shortcuts towards a lot of these positive steps that we know we can take in life. So thank you so much, Kat, for your time today. And uh, thank you so much to everyone that's watching. That's been another episode of The Thrive TV Show. Go out and thrive. Thank you for listening to The Thrive TV Show with Lauren Parsons. Visit
1: ThriveTVShow.com to access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next inspiring episode.